Short story long. Short story long. Short story long. I had the last one. This is short story long. I am your co-host Adam Casari. I'm the other co-host Brent Wingate, and we're here with improviser. Actor, dancer, and Nazi <laughs> youth. Nazi youth. <laughs> no! Uh, oh, sorry, looks like a Nazi youth. Yeah. Uh, haircut. Brant Miller is in, is in the house, and he speaks four languages. What languages? Uh, French. Oh, uh, no. Say it in the language. Okay. So, English. Ooh. Uh, that counts. Okay. Uh, it's a freebie. Um, it's I like the it, middle <laughs> strike on a bingo card. Yeah, yeah. I call it middle American. Don't no lie. Yeah. Uh, Francais. Okay, okay. that's uh, Italian. Got it. <laughs> no. uh, Espanol. Okay. Uh, Italian. Got it. <laughs> so uh, I got two so far. <laughs> I'm keeping track. Uh, Nihongo. Ah, uh, Korean. <laughs> um, how did you How did you establish fluency in all those languages? Uh, I have a bachelor's in French. I have a bachelor's in Spanish, and I minored in Japanese and international studies. Oh wow! Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like you know, most people they go, "Oh, I got through my Spanish requirement mm-hmm. to graduate, and that was it." Is there something special about language? So uh, I started doing French when I was in high school, and my parents were like, "Oh, this is a, this is like a career thing. You should do this." I was like, "I don't want to travel the world. I want to live in a tiny house in the suburbs and get married and have kids." Um, that didn't work out. Um, did you always talk to your parents that way? Yes, I did. <laughs> and then um, you ran upstairs. You're like ten story staircase. I imagine he he flipped his boa yes. around his neck, and, and then, then my silk robe stormed upstairs. <laughs> no, mother. Did Don't tell really? me what to do anymore. <laughs> yeah, what sort of like super privileged lifestyle were you living that your family's like, wow, you're really good at French. Make that a career. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, so my mom, you know. Come like, on, honey. He doesn't have anything else. Look at him. He wears a boa everywhere. We've raised a middle-aged woman who's depressed. No, mother. <laughs> uh, my, my parents didn't graduate from... Uh, high school slash college so uh, I think when they saw that I had like a talent that could be like global they thought that That's it was nice, like, yeah. you know, like opportunity um, so I started college and I was getting my BA in theater because I wanted to get my master's in Shakespeare uh, and then uh, literally like a month in Katrina happened um, and it sort of affected what I was in school I was like I want to do good in the world I can't I don't have enough skill to be such a good actor that I can help people who are doing good in the world escape the trauma they experience day to day. Yeah, guy. where so, were you? Uh, Greensboro, uh, UNC Greensboro. Okay. Um, so uh, I was taking French, and my professor told me I was good, and I said good enough to major in it. She was like, "I guess do what you want." Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's real dead poet society level, like, care about like, the students. <laughs> Imagine she's just reading. She was you know, French. What do you want? Yes. People magazine. What do you want? I my brain. Yeah. No, it was, it was Allo magazine. And then she finished breathing out the cigarette smoke in my face and said, "Whatever." <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um. So uh, I studied French, and my parents were like, "Well, that's kind of obscure." Uh. So I took. I started minoring in Spanish as like um because I'm from Northern Virginia. My parents like we had a lot of exposure to like Spanish speaking people. My dad does construction, so he thought it was a more mm-hmm. like equitable uh skill. Uh. So uh, 
I, I did it to sort of please them because they paid for part of it. Um, and then I just kept taking it until I got my bachelor's instead of a minor. In Spanish and French. Where did Japanese, Japanese come from? Yeah. Uh, I had to take a full, like, 12 full credit hours over the summer one year. Um, and I needed to fill some, like, gaps. And I already had some experience with Japanese. So I started <laughs> taking the intro to it. Uh, and then as I kept getting bachelor's degrees... Um, I kept having like semesters where I was like, ah, oh, I need one more class just to kind of like make so, sure yeah. I'm make, taking full advantage. Because you know when you take an undergrad when you take between twelve and eighteen, I'll pick a non-obscure language, <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> um, they didn't have Hungarian. <laughs> uh, I wish I had taken Russian now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, in the yeah, same yeah. department. <laughs> what? Which one is your favorite? Um. Oh, that's hard. Um. Probably American. Yeah, yeah. The there is one correct answer. Um, <laughs> you communist. You as if I would have accepted American or just chanting USA. <laughs> USA. Uh, probably French because it's the one that um, I've had French people ask if I'm from France. So ah. like, you yeah, do I, look French uh, as well as the Nazi youth. The are. other day, yeah. I was at the, I was in New York uh, get, filling out my subway card, and this woman just walks up to me and she goes. Uh, uh, Comment ça, ça marche? And I was like, I, what? Oh, yeah, je peux vous aider. Uh, and I, like, helped her in French, but realized at no point did she ever have any indication I spoke French. I wasn't speaking French when she interrupted me. I was, like, she just, like... She just looked in a crowd of people and goes, that fucker can speak French. <laughs> I was also wearing all black. I was wearing, like, literally black skinny oh, yeah, jeans and a black nice. shirt and this black cardigan, so... Um, did you ever watch Muffy? Muffy? Muzzy? Muzzy. 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 Oh, Muzzy. Oh, Je suis le grand jeune fille. No. Je suis le grand Okay, Muzzy. Muzzy. My brother and I used to say that to each other when we were kids a lot. For, we didn't know what it meant. Yeah. We did not, I didn't know what it was either. Yeah. But we say, Je suis la jeune fille. Yeah. Uh, and then when I got to college, yeah, I, was like, I had this moment, this like flashback where I was like, <gasps> this whole time. There was some study of that. Of Muzzy in particular, and showed basically like it hurt your language skills. <laughs> oh, like because, baby, because you weren't really doing a good job of connecting the language with like the action. You were just of, learning like, random cartoons. Yes. Yeah, yeah, basically. So I the, mean, it's literally just a girl pointing at herself, saying, "I'm a little girl." girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, when I was uh, learning languages, and I I sort of was told like, "Oh, you you know, you have this like propensity to like learn them pretty quickly and like uh, understand." Uh, words and meanings, etc. Um, I thought, yeah, well, that's because in my head, I when I think, I don't think in words. I sort of think in pictures, and you can attribute any word to a picture. So if I see a car, like when I say car, I see a car, and that could be like voiture, that could be car, that could be whatever. Um, I forget the other two. The other two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not like just like lost all of Cara. them. Uh, so uh, uh, it's coche. It's Let okay. me fill it in. And Honda. Yes. Oh, it is. Wait, Karuma. Is Kuruma. Kuruma. Yeah, Kuruma. Kuruma. Oh, sorry. Um, so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> For the audience, I rolled my ass. <laughs> um, and then I later was... Uh, uh, there was, like, an NPR thing about, uh, I think, autism or people on the spectrum and talked about how they think in pictures. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Am I, like... On the spectrum, and that's why. And obviously, that's not what's what's going on. But I have this panic where I was like, I've articulated that I think in pictures before. What does this mean about me? No, yeah, I've had that same experience because I think they like a lot of times when you. I don't know like uh, signs very like you know when you think about travel. Like mm. I think about I'm very good at like being in a location and remembering where everything is, but I have no idea like what street names are, where the cross street like 
Yeah. My sister's very deliberate about how to get somewhere because she sees the city as like just streets and names, whereas I only know, like see it as a location. You do it referentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever grow up in the South? No. Because a lot of Southerners have a problem with grid systems ah. because of it. So people, when I moved to D.C., I had a trouble like thinking about how the grid works because all the roads... Because of your lobotomy. Because of yeah. my lobotomy. Because all Southerners have this problem. It's not just me. It's all Southerners. <laughs> and I was never quite the same. <laughs> uh, no, it, because, because all the streets are just based off of where people walked. So they just put a road there and there's just it's just a mess. There's yeah. no organization. So you learn things by like saying like, oh, there's the you know the big red chicken, the general store. There are the two this. lesbians making out. You make a left. Everyone knows them. So welcome to Savannah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So your story, your actual story, is titled uh, "Projectile Internship." Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. Um. So uh, I came to DC. So I was at UNC Greensboro in undergrad, um, and I. Uh, Came to D.C. for an NPR internship fair um, that I was super excited about. Um, my handle on, like, all social media is iHeartNPR, so I, like, clearly heart NPR. Uh, and What year was this? Uh, I, it must have been... It was either 0506 or 0607. It was in January of either 06 or 07. Um, I pretty, it must have been 06. I still lived on campus at the time, and that, like, I lived with my best friend who came with me. So he was with me for this trip. Um, What's the... Give us a... You can make up a name or give us a real name. Oh, his name's Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy. I, I asked his permission. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> because there's, like... This, uh, the story has, like, these really weird, like, details in it. And I was like, if I say something about you... Jer Jer. Jer Jer. Jer Bear. Jer Bear. So, uh, um, the short version is I... I I came to DC for this internship fair, um, and I was uh, um, taking medicine for us. What's an internship fair? I don't uh, know what that is. So I, I don't. I'm not sure I'm using the right word. Um, I can't remember specifically what they called it, but basically, because I imagine it's a state fair, but like it's only uh, run by interns. Yeah. So everyone's a temporary <laughs> worker, and then things break down. Yeah, everything broke. Yeah, yeah. it was horrible. Um, no. Tilt a whirl. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a good drag name, Tilt a whirl. <laughs> No. Okay. Till the world. Till the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, it was basically you RSVP to this, essentially this tour of NPR um, as someone whose intention it was to apply for an internship. Um, and you were, uh, you like got to, I met Michelle Norris. Um, oh, which I, yeah, I know. Oh my God. I, I love Michelle Norris. Um, it actually was a horrible tour. Um, I had a really bad time. So you like drove up. To DC with like the general int- like did you were you like staying with people like what was your date like what was your trip like yeah so um the I'll set the scene my grandfather died um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he he like he had died earlier that week and my dad was like <laughs> that morning yeah. he, I got the call <laughs> and I said gotta go <laughs> he said before you do anything please don't go to that internship. <laughs> <laughs> internship what <laughs> um my grandfather died uh earlier that week and um my uh, i guess the funeral they planned it really quickly so my dad called me at like must have been like 1 a.m thursday morning and was mm. like get ready you're coming to florida with me um i'm coming to pick you up uh and i don't know if it was the fact that he was rushing or that it was late but 
somehow it was not communicated that I was meeting him in Richmond. He wanted me to drive from Greensboro to Richmond because it was on the way down. Um, and coming through Greensboro kind of took him out of the way. Getting on 85 from 95. But then you have to go up to then go down? I, yes. Uh, <laughs> I go up so he doesn't have to go uh, oh, okay. west. How, how far is that drive? Uh, so from D.C. to Florida? Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, it always took us like... A day or two, I feel like. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because we, I did like an overnight, like I drove throughout the night yeah. and made it to Miami area, like from like 10 p.m. to like 7 a.m. Yeah, because it must be like, it's like five hours to um, to Atlanta from Raleigh, and it's like five hours to Raleigh from here, because this is because like, they were coming from here. So it must be another like 10, it must be like 20 hours. I'm thinking. Um, so he wanted me to meet him in Richmond so he didn't have to go out of his way to pick me up because he had my, like, mom and, uh, maybe my sister with him or my brother. Um, were you, like, was this, like, a, did you guys know it was coming? Was it a surprise that you're... Um, I, I think it was a, I, uh, it, I wasn't very close to my father's family. Uh, so... That's why we're joking about it. Yeah. yeah. Precisely. <laughs> um, not joking, Dad, if you hear this. Um, so You're not, he's not making any jokes. Yeah, we are. Yeah, they're so making jokes. So tell us more about your dead grandpa. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm holding a sign that says, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> please stop. Um, no, so uh, uh, he had heart problems, um, which is something that like constantly like looms over me as yeah. I like eat sausage for breakfast like I did today. Um, so talk about your sex life. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure he had a, he had a heart attack, but it, it wouldn't have been his first like yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, first circulatory time? issue. So while the method of dying may not have been a surprise, I think that it happened so quickly. But it was probably well, he was able to make place one last phone call to tell you not to go. So I didn't go to Richmond, and then my dad calls me. He's like, "Where are you?" I was like, "I'm." I'm at school. When are you going to be here? And he wow. was so upset. And he's like, "We have to leave without you." And I, I, I was like, "Well, I can't." I don't, I don't know what to do. Um, so they went, they dr- kept driving to Florida, um, and I knew that this internship fair <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, was that weekend, and so I, my mom called me and I told her I didn't want to go. I felt like it was really disrespectful to, like, skip the funeral, even by accident, and then, but make my way north away from it to go to this thing, and she's like, you know what, if you're going to miss it, make it for a good reason. Uh, my family's very, like... Um, but that's not the reason. Like the reason is because oh, yeah. <laughs> the reason was because your dad is bad at communicating. Or I miss her again. I'm sorry, it was Brant's dad, but uh, you're bad at communicating when your father dies. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Whew. Uh, just gonna take a drink. Uh, anyway, so she, you know, well, she was like, "If you're gonna miss it, make it." Uh, in French, they say uh, uh, "profiter," like uh, profitable, uh, like like <laughs> like like take full advantage, right? Yeah, we like, all speak French, yeah. brand. Yeah, uh, I've had a profiterole really, before. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's a cream puff. Get off the high I, horse. It's just that's a phrase that I really like. Yeah. I don't I don't whip out French normally, but I just, I felt like I, I bet that's not uh, true. I bet you whip it out every chance you have. <laughs> oh, by the way, I speak French. <laughs> Does anyone need me to speak French for you? You actually looked at that woman in New York and yelled at her. <laughs> Je parle français! Je parle français! You just said, I used to speak French? Yeah. I don't speak French now. <laughs> um, so anyway, so uh, it's very last minute. So uh, my best friend Jeremy and I 
um, at like midnight on a Thursday, just like pack our bags and we're going to DC, like middle of January. Did he have any interest in NPR? He was just like that, like ride along bro that comes on the story. Like, um. So yeah, he's he's definitely my like ride or die BFF, but also he'd never been to DC before. He was from Pitt. He's from. He was. He is from. Um, uh, P- Pittsburgh. Oh God, am I saying it right? Uh, North Carolina, which ah. is like a rural suburb of Raleigh. Um, it's actually like an hour away from where I went to high school, and mm-hmm. we like, yeah. Um, so uh, he's like newly out, uh, never been to like the big city before. Uh, so he he comes with me, um, and I also don't want to drive for five hours at midnight by myself. Um, on the way there, I get a speeding ticket, mm-hmm. um, and that just sort of like set the tone for the weekend. <laughs> um, I feel like North Carolina is notorious for that. Like Virginia, Virginia. I got. Ah. I've gotten all my tickets in Virginia. Oh, whenever you're, you have an out of state license. license. Yeah. They're like fuck that guy. And every like two miles, they have that little enclave in between the the like the median that's yeah, up they north can and drive, south. Pop out. Yeah, that the pop the cops can just sit in, and we don't have those in North. I Carolina. actually can't drive. Technically, I think my license is revoked <laughs> in North Carolina because I never paid a parking ticket. That <laughs> happened to me, except they. It was so weird. Well, because they tell you that they had it. I got on the way to a beach trip, and then they tell you that, like, my mom worked for the... My mom still works for the district attorney in, the, like, Rockland County. And she's like, I looked it up. They don't have, like, a uh, sister system. Like, you know, it's like they'll report you. Like, New York and North Carolina don't have the connection. So she's like, just don't pay. Yeah. <laughs> so I just refused to never drive oh it. I mean, I think by now it's probably off my record, but I just find it hilarious. I'm like... Hey, Let's I drive can't. to South Carolina, Adam. Um, can we go through Tennessee? <laughs> <laughs> I was like driving like 50 at a 20 or something like oh that. Oh my god. It was a school zone. It, it Technically, was. it was inside of a school. Technically, like, there were children tied to my car. And it was, but you know, it's their fault. That ticket, actually, I had to... I. Um, it went to court. I brought Jeremy with me again. I think that they were kind of homophobic because they definitely... Jeremy and I sat down quietly next to each other and they gave us all kinds of trouble. They were like, get away from each other. You have to sit over there. We didn't do any... It was insane. We were sucking each other's dicks. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, you have no, to stop. These we're... homophobes <laughs> are just taking away my rights. I'm figuring his asshole, but look. Okay? Yeah, a little PDA. Is that a big deal? I can't... I have if a hard it was time. straight people, you wouldn't complain. We're here. Get used to it. Yeah. I have a hard time hearing that because Jeremy and I, while very close friends, we didn't hug. We didn't, like, make physical contact with each other for, like, two years after becoming friends. And it was when, like, something really devastating happened. We have, like, this very strange... 9-11. We think if we ever... (laughs) We think if we ever make, like, close, intimate physical contact, a black hole will just start and, like, swallow everything around us. It's like... Yeah, definitely weird hearing a sex joke of us in court. You got your ticket. Yeah, I got my ticket. It's at like 3 a.m. I keep driving to Manassas, which is where my parents moved to, or my father moved to Manassas uh, in 1999, um, and my I, I moved to North Carolina. So um, uh, we get to Manassas. Um, I make some like instant oatmeal, um, and then we like put our stuff down and we drive to Vienna because that's what I used to do. I would drive to Manassas, then go to Vienna, get on the Orange Line, and leave my car in the parking lot because mm. um, it was hard to park in the city for like a weekend. So. Um, we get into the city, and then we're, we're hungry right away, because we've been driving all night, even though we had that oatmeal. Um, then we go to a Starbucks and get, like, coffee and a donut, and we just walk around. There's nothing going what on. What kind of donut like, did you get? Uh, definitely just with plain glaze. Was it good? Probably. From Starbucks? Yeah, from Starbucks. Yeah, I didn't know Starbucks sold donuts. It, oh, that's really interesting. Starbucks has all sorts of delicious yeah. treats. <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> 
Um, and what's funny is in my, in my mind, like of course I wasn't actively remembering things as they happened, but now and something will come up in this story. I was literally just on locate like at that location before I got here. Like uh. I know what Starbucks I ate at now. I like it's like on 14th Street, like by like 14th and F or 14th and D, I think. Yeah, Do you know the address number in case people want to find it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, what petitioning I'm for is the you're focusing on very very minor details. I <laughs> ask for Sylvia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just it's just funny how like then these oh no places, it comes back. These, yeah. <laughs> these places weren't like a, a point of reference for me, but now when I walk by them, I'm like yeah. oh I remember. Well, had you so you were how often had you visited DC before this trip? Well, I'm from here. Oh right. So um, but like. As an adult, right? So I went. To, I moved to North Carolina for high school and college. So when I started college was when I started, and that's when I got my car. Okay. I started driving up here. Um, this was back when North Carolina, you could smoke in bars. And so coming to D.C. for a weekend where there was no smoking in bars was just, like, mind-blowing. So nice. uh, yeah, it was really nice. So um, we go to Starbucks. We walk around. It's, like, 6 a.m. There's nothing going on. So we're just, like, I'm showing him outside things. Um, so then we... This is the earth. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, we call this dirt. This is grass. Can you say grass? What is grass? We, we named all the animals yes. one by one. Just this like, is a squirrel. We will this call is another it squirrel. squirrel. That's most of the animals. <laughs> Batman is going to his job. People have professions. Job. Job? Yes. Uh, so then we went to them. Then we go to the McDonald's in Chinatown and eat again. Um, <laughs> because this, this, is, this is like 80% wow. of our... This story is ratcheting up with <laughs> And then they became hobbits and had second breakfasts. I... Uh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the thing that resonated me, with me most in that film was second breakfast. Um, so then we were walking downtown and H&M did, was not outside of, like, major cities back then. And I'm pretty sure it was, like, new-ish to D.C. in, like, 2006 or seven. I said. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, oh, I forgot. So, another funny thing is that we, for Christmas, Jeremy's mother had given him a coat that I had already bought the same coat. Um, and so we had the same winter coat. Um, and he went to wear it. And I was like, you're not wearing that fucking coat. I don't want to look like weird twins walking around the District of Columbia, you can't wear that coat. And so he wore this, like, this lighter jacket, and it was freezing cold. I had on, like, a dress shirt, a tie, a cardigan, a scarf, a winter coat. I was, like, dressed up, and he's literally wearing, like, a hoodie, and, like, it's very cold. <laughs> so we're going H&M probably because he wanted to buy a coat. Now, can I ask, um, is this relevant to the internship fair? Because that's where this story started. Yes, yes. Okay. So, um... We are going to this H&M, and we're across the street, and uh, uh, I have my, like, laptop bag with me, and uh, Jeremy's, like, ready to go to the H&M. He's, like, so excited. And I was like, Jeremy, wait. Uh, and uh, he's like, Brant, we've been doing everything you wanted. I, I deserve to do what I want. I go, no, wait. And then I walk over to the closest trash can, and I put my hand over my mouth in a fist, and I projectile vomit into my own hand, and it, like, spews out of like the but the gaps between my fingers i we, it just like i start i start throwing up projectile internship vomiting yeah. everywhere just like it i don't it was all the eating i guess which is why i kept talking about all the eating we've been doing if i had to take a guess i think that's probably right 
literally was like donut. It's other donut. Donut. Yeah, McGriddle. Oh Jesus, you had a fucking McGriddle. Your Honor, if I have to be honest, I think it was all the food I ate. I don't know. Maybe it was fingering in the courthouse. Maybe it was eating a donut. Maybe it was existential dread. Who knows? Who can say? Who's to say? Why did you walk over to the garbage can and then put your mouth over your hand over your mouth? Why did you walk to the garbage can at all? If you're gonna throw up, find the nearest gutter and put your head there. That's, I've never thrown up in public before. This was my first time uh, throwing up in public. That's a rookie mistake. <laughs> Putting your hand in front of your just, mouth. Because you're just shooting out. <laughs> yeah. Like backwards. Yeah. yeah. And remember, I'm wearing all those nice clothes for this internship oh, no. thing, right? So um, I like I, th- I try to throw up in the trash can and Jeremy's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. He like gives me my bag and then I start throwing up again. I like lean over against the building across the street and I like throw my laptop bag at Jeremy. He's like, business people like walking around like just like some idiot like throwing up at 8 a.m. in the middle of downtown. It was I, I don't throw up very often. I think I've thrown up like a handful of times in my adult life until so it was and like half of them very... <laughs> You're just projective on me. And he goes, Are you okay? <laughs> my body is expelling what it thinks is poison. You just start throwing up blood. Hey, are you fine? What are you doing? It doesn't look that good. No. Are you alright? Is, is everything okay? Here's your bag. <laughs> Jeremy, this is vomit. <laughs> this is great. Yes. <laughs> this is a squirrel. This is Thrower. It's made by bad decisions. <laughs> so, um, w- immediately I'm like, we have to go to a Barnes and Noble. So we go, the bar- <laughs> oh, wait, to, to cl- I have to clean up. I'm like, I throw yeah, up on all, me. Why Barnes and Noble? Because they have a bathroom. Barnes and Noble, it's like, it's a public bathroom that sells books. Like, of course I'm going to Barnes and Noble. Where else the entirety of Barnes and Noble is a public bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Where else can you go and use the bathroom without having to buy anything at all? Uh, tons of places. They're called restaurants. <laughs> no, also I just imagine. But I'm also you, covered in vomit, so I don't. I obviously don't roll into a restaurant. I'm like, Hello, I'd like a table for two. Also, where's your bathroom? Like, <laughs> I just imagine you wandering, stumbling into a Barnes Noble, like some sort of monster, <laughs> just covered in vomit, and then just putting your hand for support <laughs> on all the books, and you're just putting your slime all over every single fucking book before the bathroom. <laughs> I like the matter just like it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't pay me enough for <laughs> <of> shit. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I go into the bathroom. I like I I wipe. Oh, up. you actually found a Barnes and Noble. <laughs> yeah, the one the one downtown that's now closed. It was so, two thousand seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bookstore still exists. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I tried to work at a Borders that year <laughs> as well. For the, for the listeners at home, a bookstore is a location. Is <laughs> a bookstore? Yes. <laughs> bookstore. Oh. <laughs> 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 Uh, so I, I like I wash up, then I'm like, okay, we have to go to CBS. Uh, so we go to CBS, uh, and I pick up a bottle of Febreze and I spray it on myself and put it back. Was it yeah, like what what like without going into too much detail, was it like green? No, I orange? only give detail. Have you known? <laughs> a whole donut was there. <laughs> like, the griddle. Like guy. a video game, like bloop. Yeah. <laughs> one up <laughs> like where you where your clothes stained like, no um, it mostly stuff? had gotten on my cardigan and tie and coat which were like wool so I could oh, like yeah, wipe it off pretty easy wool. it wasn't on my like white shirt thank god um so then I, I spray myself with Febreze because I'm still going to this internship thing in a few hours yeah. um and I buy a pack of gum like dentine ice the kind that pops out I leave the CVS I open the gum pack there's no gum in it 
What? It's like it's like a mistake pack where they just put air in the pockets but no gum. <laughs> and I had to go back in and be like, I bought this gum here but there's no gum in it. And she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I had to open it and be like, no gum. There's yeah. no gum in here. And you, you talk. I mean, it's not like Febreze and yeah. <laughs> No gum. No gum. Uh, sir, what am I supposed to do? No gum. Yeah. No gum. <laughs> Uh, so I get I get the gum. Then uh, Jeremy gets to go to H and M. Good for him. Uh, I go to the internship fair. Um, the, the vomit does not come back, thankfully. Um, I Do mean, you still kind of smell like Febreze and vomit? Uh, no, I think I was okay. I, I have a really sensitive sense of smell. Uh, like just. But can't you never not really smell yourself that well? Like, I feel yeah. like, because you get you know, used thing, to like, it. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I was just with my dear friend, who I feel like would be like, cool, 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 cool. Before you go in this NPR building that they're going to tear you down and move like to shit. Union Station, you smell like throw up. Yeah. Uh, so. Take some of this air gum. <laughs> <laughs> Freshen yourself up without it's paying It's an illusion. <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't have a breeze. Here's some, like, uh, lemon pledge. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> um... The tour went horribly. So, are you wearing wood polish? <laughs> what? No, <laughs> of course not. Uh, it's my moisturizer. It's scented. Um, it, it didn't go well. I was like really bummed out by how much I didn't enjoy like being at NPR. Um, the, the tour guide like kind of shamed me in front of everyone, not for like throat, but like she. There was a moment where she was like, uh, <laughs> "That sounds like something out of a nightmare." Where someone's giving a tour guide and then they just turn directly to you and say, you've been throwing up. <laughs> you? You're a throw-up monster. No one will love you. <laughs> Wait, so yeah, explain, so explain what the actual internship fair entailed. So it was, um, it was like a, a tour of the, this was back when NPR was. But like, had you applied to a job where it's like, Open house, everyone just show up. I mean, you had RSVP, but it was basically like, I have the intention of applying for an internship with NPR. The application, I think, was probably due in late January. The tour was in mid-January, so knowing people who would do that, they probably had all already applied. Mm. I hadn't yet, because I was kind of like, I want to see how this thing goes. Because I felt like as like a... I was still a theater major. I was like, I don't know if they're going to... Everyone probably here, probably here probably majors in like poli-sci and journalism, and I'm like, I like Shakespeare. And then I threw my bow around my neck. Now, as someone who's like interested in language and Shakespeare and theater, I can get that you like NPR. What is the why so much love for this organization? Um, I don't know. Um, I I didn't like grow up with it. My dad listens to WTOP, um, which is sort of like. Fast and fast news, right? Like it's not really like in-depth journalism. Right. Um, and my mom, I we grew up with like ninety-nine one HFS, so like Bush and Presidents of the United States of America. Like we just weren't like an NPR family. Um, but this I, house, we're not an NPR. We're not family. an NPR. Family. And if you bring I told a, you to turn that off. And if you bring a journalist in this goddamn household. <laughs> Uh, and I actually grew up listening to like loud pop music. Like it's just it, it. This shift happened when I got my car, um, and I started driving all the time. And I turned on uh, North Carolina Public Radio, uh, and it just like clicked. I just like started listening. I never stopped. And I, it's always in my car. I don't listen to like re- regular radio stations. I exclusively listen to to NPR. I don't. I don't know. It just like was a formative change in my life. So Diane Reem changed me. 
I don't know what that sentence means. But... <laughs> <laughs> so Diane Reem's show was on from 10 to 12 every day, uh, and I had to do deliveries for this cafe I worked at, like uh-huh. uh, people that would order uh, uh, catering. And so from 10 to 12, when I was making these deliveries, Diane was on, and I just, like, every day I just listened to her and took sandwiches to, to corporate plaza. Yeah, I'm like that way with Delilah. Hey, did you do night? Did you do night deliveries and stuff? No, whenever I drive, whenever I was driving, he was working as a trucker. He'd do a bump of coke and then fucking turn (laughs) off. Crank up the Delilo. Pigeon Ford, this is Roger (laughs) Rector. So you didn't like the tour, yeah? How did the how did the tour guide shame you? So it was this embarrassing moment where she's like, "Where do you get the news from?" Um, And people are like. NPR, obviously. Uh, Washington Post, New York Times. And I said... The news tree. (laughs) And I said, iTunes. Because this is before we had podcasts. Uh, And the hourly NPR news update, you could stream through iTunes, um, but it wasn't called a podcast yet, and you couldn't, like, download it. Um, And you could also call a phone number back then, and you would call NPR, and it would just give you the most recent hourly news update. This is 2007, right? Well, because I was in class on the hour when they did it, so when I was between classes on, like, the half hour, I would call the thing and listen to the news update. So you dialed, like, a phone sex line. Yeah, yeah, what's going on now? I'm Michelle Norris. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Here are the questions for wait, wait, don't talk. <laughs> nice. Yeah, go on, NPR. Go on, NPR. There's a sneak yeah. peek, a yeah. little a titillating. George glisten. Bush's new policy. Yeah, yeah. NPR. Oh, yeah. He's out of here. Um, so uh, I said iTunes, and everyone looked at me like I was an insane person because I didn't quite articulate it the way that maybe I should have. And she's like, you didn't. You clearly didn't listen to the question, and then kept Jesus asking people. Christ. And then at the end of all the answers, she goes, "I noticed none of you said an important one, the internet." <laughs> and I was like, "That's like literally exactly what I said." <laughs> like I, I was so, so I upset. threw my bow at her and I spit in her face. <laughs> I have been listening for so long. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. not gonna. I'm never not listening. I threw my martini at her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that was like mortifying, right? Like in front of all these like fellow. Type A Hermione Grangers were like here to intern and in. But they're also complete strangers. They're not like your peers. You don't need to impress them. Yeah, but I, I, I did not I'm come here. Advice to pass to you. Did, this is oh, not this is not RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. I'm not here to be told illuminating things about myself <laughs> on air. Yeah. <laughs> Let us help you. Let us help you from ten years ago. <laughs> Did, uh, so did people laugh when she said uh, you clearly didn't listen to the question? Uh, no, it was just it was just like the, I, I you know when you get like that red hot embarrassment. Oh sure. And you're wearing a tie and shirt and a sweater and throw and off. vomit all over <laughs> it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's so hot in your sudden <laughs> uh, That's what it was. I just I didn't. What I, actually happened was he goes, I too. <laughs> um. But the rest of like you know, again, we met Michelle Norris, we like saw them doing the news recording. I, I love that I did it because uh, I saw the NPR building before they tore it down. And now I've like toured both of them, which I think is kinda cool. Um, but yeah, I it put a bad taste in my mouth and I never applied for the, the internship. Um, really? Did that yeah. was that yeah. Was it that that deterred you? Or yeah. was it just a combination of everything? You hear that NPR from 10 years ago? <laughs> You're missing out on this. 
Look at what you missed out on. Some unemployed part-time tour guide. (laughs) He speaks several languages, some of which he actually knows. Four degrees. You missed out out on this lesbian Nazi youth looking motherfucker, so Oh my god, that was unnecessary. Also, knowing what you know now and watching how far you've come over the past ten years. Um do you feel bad that you missed your grandfather's funeral? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was an amazing funeral. Yeah, yeah. Like, Fireworks, confetti yeah, cannons. Yeah, he required all this weird stuff. There was funfetti cake. And yeah. You didn't have any. I feel like you're projecting a little bit. <laughs> I want everyone a funeral to... <laughs> with confetti cannons and funfetti cake. Everyone, wants to, everyone has to wear bright colors because I want people to celebrate life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure I've said that at some point in my life. Uh, <laughs> Wait, did Jeremy get it? Did either one of you apply? Like, did Jeremy... No, no, Jeremy uh, did not. Jeremy he got just... trapped in the H&M. He's Jeremy's still there he's still to this day. Um, no, so that, that was just Friday. We stayed until Sunday. So much other... It was such a weird trip. Like, I, I love this story because I can finish with this. And when I tell it to other people, I'm like, and then the weekend started. Oh, it was such, such a good trip. Um, no, I uh, I I have so both of my parents have remarried um, more than once. Um, so I've had several sets of grandparents, um, and I I That's, I've never thought of it like that. That's yeah. interesting. So yeah. um, they've all died now, except for my mother's mother. Jesus. Um, and I but I did my my and I missed uh, every one of the funerals. No, I got an internship. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Made it up. Um, well, no, so I, I was ne- uh, with yeah, all you, these. You just broke into NPR. You're like, no, yeah, I gotta go to an internship. <laughs> you and Jeremy breaking into NPR. <laughs> um, and of all these grandparents, I was really only close with with one of them, and it was my um, my my other mother's mother. Um, so she recently passed, and I did go to her funeral, and it was very like important to me, and like mm. I think that like. And I that during that funeral, I never thought like, oh, this is what I should have done for my. Otherwise, you know, for you, grandparents are a dime a dozen. I can fucking. You want grandparents? Uh, I'll get you grandparents. uh, No, I just I hadn't seen him in like ten years. We weren't close. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure my dad had like a like a. My dad's family's not close with each other. Yeah. Um, but uh, my my other mother, his wife, um, they're very close, and so that's the grandmother that you know. So it's sort of like one of those things where it's like. Yeah, what what would you really be there for? Like, like I, I saw him like support, yeah. like supporting the people who care. <laughs> Eating, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You should stay away from the food. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's because, an all donut. Right, wait, wait, because the the other version of this story is that instead you went to the funeral and projectile vomiting. At the <laughs> you saved them. Alternate a, ending. A vomiting. Yeah. yeah. Possible. You're just, they get into, like, they're playing Amazing Grace over the speakers, and then you just start throwing up, and then it becomes all about you, <laughs> because you don't know how to vomit. If I had gone to Jacksonville, Florida, I probably would have thrown up. Yeah. Because you would have had seven breakfasts. Do you think it really was the food, or did you have, like, a, a bug at all? No, so I, uh, I was, t- I, I think I said this at the beginning, I was taking an antibiotic for a sinus infection. No, you, you did not. Say. I thought, I swear that I <laughs> no. said that. Way to bury the lead. Hey, yeah, on. well, yeah. this is recorded, That's the so juicy we'll find stuff. out. Yeah. I swear that I said that. The beginning. Um, no, we I can bet we already, <laughs> Both of us did not hear that, so I'm pretty sure yeah, you did you're not say horrible that. Listeners. I said it to myself quietly. <laughs> In my head. Yeah. Uh, no, I was taking an antibiotic, which is why I think that like I 
I threw up. Yeah, gonorrhea is tough. Um, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I get I get like sinus infections and strep throat all the time. Uh, so I was just another another one of those. Are you bragging about that? <laughs> I get them all the time. If you want one, I'll get you. I'll one. get it for you. Yeah. Um, I've got grandparents and sinus infections. <laughs> the worst. Spare. The worst Tinder dating profile. <laughs> Um, but that, that, that weekend actually was really funny because, uh, uh, Jeremy was newly out and so his, like, uh, um, his relationship with, like, hooking up and, like, going home with guys is really different and obviously it's, like, different in the South and here. Where did you guys stay? Did you get a hotel room? Um, so we stayed in Manassas the, fr- we, we came up here a few times and I don't want to, like, mix the stories together because we've definitely stayed at, like, the, we stayed in Thomas Circle once and that was, like, a whole thing. Um, but I'm pretty sure we just stayed in Manassas. Because my parents oh, were and gone kept back and in. kept coming back in, um, but fri- like I think Friday night after the throw up thing, um, we both met guys on. I'm pretty sure it was Manhunt because again, 2007, no yeah. smartphones. Gay.com. Like, yeah. Oh my god, I had to show him Gay.com. It was. Ugh. Um, so we both went home with people, and I met this guy who liked to work at Brookings, and he was like really like smart and like funny and kind of mean. So I was like very into it. Um, and <laughs> and he had all these like kaiju around his room, and I was like, "You are so cool." Um, and we were and like, he was like, "Yeah, I really am." <laughs> <laughs> He's um, like, Shh, put this in your mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and so Jeremy calls me, and he's like, "We have to leave." And I was like, uh, "Excuse me," and he's like. I went home with this guy. We had sex three times already, and he wants to go again, and I can't do it. And he, like, is calling me from the middle of Thomas Circle because he knew where I was, like, begging me to leave. So we left that night. And then the next night, we went to Apex. Remember when Apex was open? Um, When I moved here, Apex closed two weeks after. (laughs) Uh, I never... never Yeah, all right, well, let's shut down this operation. It's done. Yeah. Um... No, so we, uh, the next day was, was really hot, uh, for January, and so remember the coat thing, so Jeremy had to wear his, his heavy coat on, like, a hot day while I had, like, my, like, cute, like, light hoodie on. Um, so we go to Apex, and he went home with some guy, uh, and, uh, I couldn't find anyone to go home with, and so I, like, at, like, 3am go to Soho Coffee and, like, get on Manhunt just to be like, I have to find somewhere to sleep. The yeah. metro's closed. Oh, God. Uh, I've, I can't get to the, my car. There's no Uber yet. There's no smartphones. Um, and so this one guy's like, hey, you want to come over? I'm like, yeah, it's really late, though. Like, I might just, like, fall asleep. And he straight up is like, wait, are you trying to, like, sleep here? Is that what's going on? <laughs> and I was like, what? Nah, dude. Like, nah, that's crazy, man. Um, and so, of course, he, like, stops talking to me. That's hilarious. So I call Jeremy, like, crying at, like, 4 a.m. And I was like, we have to sleep outside for three hours. Because the Metro's not open. So literally his trick let me crash. Jeremy's hookup let me sleep on his couch. Wow, you're a real trash people. <laughs> you hear that, MPR? Do you hear what you missed out on? I heard about about half a dozen dead grandparents. And this is the saddest part. This is so sad. Oh my god. Hey, hookup. Can you let my friend sleep on your couch? I don't think you would murder me. Yeah, exactly. I was like, two people that I don't know sleeping in my house, they're going to murder me and steal my shit. Exactly. I would never... I I say that, but if I really wanted to... You want this Nazi-looking motherfucker to sleep over? Yeah, I did steal from him. I'm sorry. We did murder him. I got a a DVD player out of it. And remember, 2007, so that was useful. And then we went to court, and they were a bunch of homophobes. Because they were like, you were on trial for murder. Stop fingering each other. 
stop giving blowjobs to the other people in court. <laughs> uh, do you have a title for the story? Oh, I completely forgot. I know. I wasn't. I was. I couldn't. We normally like to try and come up with a right. alternate title. Yeah. Uh, wow. I mean, that's just a lot. Night court. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> there are no like internship related movie titles the, besides the, the internship. internship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try to match on to the internship? <laughs> no, it's the intern with uh, Robert De Niro yeah. and Anne Hathaway. No, and then there's the internship with um, Owen Wilson and oh, the Google, the fake yeah. Google one. The skin turn? Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, no, it is. It's really bad. We're just gonna phone it in on this one. <laughs> if you have any ideas, send them to our Facebook. Yeah, I, I heart NPR. If you ever have a better title for any of our stories, please comment them on your own Facebook. <laughs> Uh, well, vomitorium is... <laughs> Caligula. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, this has been short story long. Uh, I am shameless. I feel like you had no shame throughout all this. <laughs> Those are the only stories I have. No. Britney Spears video for "Do You Want to Come Over?" Yeah. Um, and uh, also, can I bring my friend too? <laughs> Uh, Get my friend go. Yeah. Uh, this has been Short Story Long, the SSL podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, I'm Adam Casari. I'm Brent Wingate. And thanks again to Brent Miller for talking about vomit. <laughs> Peace. And dead grandparents. Yeah.